What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Jonas. Um, we're going to be reviewing the NXT UK shows from the 21st of November. It was another two hour episode, uh, filmed from uh, Birmingham, probably back in August now, so a couple of months behind from when it was actually filmed. Uh, before I get into that, uh, it was a, uh, a big weekend of wrestling just gone. You've probably heard my review of NXT TakeOver War Games. Um, it was it was a great show, some really memorable matches. Um, Survivor Series was also a thumbs up from me, especially the last two matches, uh, Charlotte versus WWE Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey, which uh, was um, uh, yeah, it, it was it was an incredible match. Um, Ronda took a lot of punishment. The crowd appeared to turn on Ronda Rousey. Charlotte uh, showed uh, a different side to her character. I know that we've seen Charlotte as a, as a heel before, but she really turned up the the uh, aggressiveness um, and uh, really seemed to be kind of demonstrating this really angry um, side of her, uh, which wasn't enough to beat Ronda Rousey on the night. I'm sure we'll see more from them, them in the future, possibly at WrestleMania 35. Uh, the Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match, once again a, a different type of match to what we usually see from WWE, most like the Ronda and Charlotte match. Um, we've seen a lot of Brock Lesnar matches where they've been uh, German suplex, German suplex, F5, 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 um, but this one went a bit longer. It was with a wrestler that uh, um, wouldn't usually go up against Brock Lesnar, much in the same way as when AJ Styles fought Brock Lesnar at the Survivor Series last year. Um, it only went 10 minutes, but it was a fantastic match. I'm really enjoying Daniel Bryan's new heel persona. Um, and uh, Daniel Bryan kind of, yeah, he, he, he put in a challenge or two in the second half of the match. Um, if there's just two matches you're going to watch uh, from the Survivor Series, watch them two final matches. Two very unique, different matches to what the WWE would normally present. Uh, overall, it made it a very enjoyable card. That, on top of the TakeOver show from the night before, uh, meant it was a very enjoyable weekend of wrestling from the WWE. Anyway, uh, going back to the NXT UK presentation... As I mentioned from uh, last night's uh, episode, another two-hour show uh, from NXT UK. So the show opens with a graphic um, of our main event uh, for, for hour one, I'm presuming, from later on tonight, uh, which will feature Ligero versus Jordan Devlin. Now, that should be a great match with both men currently undefeated in singles competition on the NXT UK brand. But first up, we see Zaya Brookside versus Rhea Ripley. So this is a quarterfinal match um, in the NXT UK Women's Championship title tournament match. So uh, Zia enters first, looking amazing with her unicorn coloured hair um, and an energetic entrance. However, Rhea Ripley looks uh, menacing with her new no-nonsense attitude and demeanour. Uh, Rhea dominates Brookside with her strength and weight advantage in the early stages, demonstrating uh, this uh, with a wicked Buckle bomb a la Seth Rollins um, in the early going. Ripley is slower and more methodical, hitting an impressive standing vertical suplex for the two count. This is followed by a drop kick to Brookside's head while Zaya was on her knees in the centre of the ring. Then a move that I've not seen before up until this match, where um, Ray Ripley managed to put Zaya Brookside in a Texas clover leaf. Now, usually this would be done like a, a leg grapevine thing uh, manoeuvre. 
the thing uh, maneuver similar to the um, sharpshooter or the scorpion deathlock uh, but this time the texas cloverleaf was done with her arms uh, essentially meaning that um, her opponent zy brookside was almost dangling um, in midair with ripley um, holding brookside aloft in this cloverleaf maneuver so as I mentioned, uh, Zy Brookside was, was dangling mid-air while being tied up in this move. Brookside does manage to make an escape um, from the hold, um, followed by a bulldog and a head scissors takedown on Ripley before hitting uh, double knees to the corner. However, Brookside's office, offense came to an end after trying a top rope crossbody dive onto Ripley, only to be caught in mid-air, allowing Ripley to hit her riptide pump handle powerbomb uh, finish it on Brookside for the pinfall win in impressive fashion um, in just over six minutes. A valiant effort from Zy Brookside, but her pace couldn't outmaneuver Rhea Ripley's strength. Ripley is definitely a powerful, imposing uh, figure and should be one of the favourites as we head into the semi finals of the NXT UK Women's Title Tournament. Next, we see the grizzled young veterans backstage hyping up the up-and-coming tag team title tournament, which will be starting in the coming weeks. Uh, the grizzled young veterans um, have been a mainstay as a tag team on the British independent circuit for many years. And only a James Drake and Zach Gibson uh, accomplished singles competitors, as you've probably seen um, on the NXT UK brand so far um, and uh, across the Indies. But uh, a very accomplished tag team on the Indies um, in particular uh, with Progress Wrestling being their former tag team champions. We then take a look at the closing stages to last week's match between Trent Seven and Zach Gibson. Uh, with the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang attacked Seven and his moustache mountain tag team partner Tyler Bates in the ring. Um, then in a WWE.com exclusive we see the heel trio attack moustache mountain uh, once again backstage. Definitely a bit of a feud building between those two groups. Next we see Eddie Dennis in his third NXT UK match. Uh, this time in a match against Jack Starr. Uh, Eddie Dennis is one of my favourite um, NXT UK talents uh, at the moment um, and shows everyone uh, why in this squash match uh, with Jack Starr um, hitting Starr with a huge forearm smash and a beautiful power slam for the two count in the very early stages of the match. Starr makes a brief comeback with a few uppercuts and a series of European um, uppercut in the corner to Eddie Dennis only for Dennis to duck an attempted big move from Star followed by Dennis's seven bridge bomb and his finisher the next stop driver for the one two three and the win so uh, another easy win there for Dennis and with his slow menacing powerful style he proves that he will be a contender for the NXT UK championship at some point in the future uh, for those of you that watch Progress Wrestling, you'd know that Eddie Dennis um, is uh, pushing his name at the top of the list for a future Progress Wrestling World Championship match at some point in the future. Next, we see Tyson T-Bone and Dave Mastiff get into a scuffle backstage after last week's show. And it's advertised that both Mastiff and T-Bone will face off in next week's show. Remember that for the last few weeks, there's been a second hour of NXT UK each Wednesday. So next week is likely to be this week, but in the second hour. We'll talk more about that in a moment. 
Mark Andrews versus the Wild Boar Mike Hitchman is next. We've seen Andrews wrestle many times in NXT, uh, the UK Championship tournaments from 2017 and 2018, 205 Live, and more recently here on NXT UK TV. Uh, but we're less familiar with Mike Hitchman. Uh, we did see him in a match against Liguero a few weeks back. The match starts at a very fast pace with Andrews missing an attempted moonsault on the outside, allowing Wild Boar to hit a back sent on onto Andrews on the ring apron. Wild Boar is able to get Andrews back into the ring to hit a second uh, sent on, um, this time for a two count. Wild Boar is a unique uh, wrestler, has a unique wrestling style with a mixture of power and pace, uh, with a very low centre of gravity, uh, but Andrews is clever enough to hit a stun dog millionaire on Hitchman, followed by his patented shooting star press for the win, and another unfortunate loss for the Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. However, I like Hitchman's style. Um, he looks a little like the Tasmanian Devil, um, and as I mentioned, he has a, uh, a very low centre of gravity, a very unique wrestling style, and should be a more prominent player in the future, in my opinion, on NXT UK. Next, we see Eddie Dennis in a backstage interview, saying that he has waited 10 years for this opportunity before um, being interrupted by Ashton Smith. Now we see these two uh, have gone into confrontations in backstage seg segments before, um, which uh, Dennis takes exception to on this occasion, setting up their feud and a match in the coming weeks. Next we see a quarterfinal match in the NXT UK Women's Championship title tournament between Tony Storm and Isla Dawn. Having just reviewed a match between Isla Dawn and Millie McKenzie from the Pumpkin Spice Progress Wrestling Show from October, I can say that Dawn is an excellent wrestler and should be a strong competition for Tony Storm in this match. Dawn, as you remember, also wrestled in this year's Mae Young Classic. However, she is up against the eventual winner of the whole thing, Tony Storm. <coughs> Dawn starts the match with a big drop kick into the corner, taking Storm by surprise. Dawn gets an early two count after a pair of knees to the shoulders into a pinning combination. Isla Dawn is dominating this match so far with plenty of punches, kicks and a double foot stomp for another two count. Dawn hits a vicious pump kick to the face of Tony Storm before transitioning into the rings of Saturn in the middle of the ring. This is an impressive move, but Storm is still able to inch her way to the bottom rope to break the hold. Storm fires back uh, with a series of kicks and a hip attack in the corner before hitting her, one of her patented release German suplexes. Storm finishes uh, Isla Dawn off with her Storm Zero Tiger Driver for the pinnacle victory with Storm going through to the semi-finals where she would go up against longtime rival Ginny. In the other semi-final, we will see Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley. These matches will take place next week, or as we will see very soon in Hour 2. Next, we have our main events uh, between Ligero and Jordan Devlin. I've praised Jordan Devlin over recent weeks for his newly found aggression and hard-hitting style. Uh, Devlin can wrestle and he can also fly when needed. This should be a great match between two, two very experienced, exciting and capable wrestlers. Liguero gets the early advantage with his pace, taking uh, Devlin by surprise for an early two count. A head scissors and a leg lariat from Ligero gets another two count. However, Devlin, Devlin is able to recover, hitting a side slam, moonsault combination for a two count of his own. 
Devlin was the OTT World Champion for almost a year, only to lose the title to current Progress and OTT World Champion Walter earlier this year. Liguero was able to counter an attempted tilt-a-wheel backbreaker from Devlin into a cross-body block for another two counts. Uh, this main event was going at electric pace as Liguero hits the move uh, of the night so far, which was a code red for another two counts. Devlin is able to avoid a coin charge from Liguero to hit a stunning backdrop back driver for a close fall. Liguero takes to the sky with Devlin on the outside with an impressive head scissors takedown before climbing to the top rope only to be caught with a pair of knees from an attempted diving splash allowing Devlin to hit a, another two counts. This match is red hot with both men trading blows in the centre of the ring before Devlin hits an outstanding Spanish fly on Liguero but once again only for another two counts. The match continues with Liguero hitting Devlin with a suplex from the top turnbuckle, followed by another splash. This time, this time it hits its mark. Uh, on the outside, both men stand on the steel steps, allowing Devlin to drop his opponent Liguero face first onto the cold hard steel, then hitting a moonsault onto Liguero on the outside before rolling Guerrero back into the ring. Devlin uh, is able to hit his impressive finisher in the centre of the ring for the eventual pinfall victory and... Uh, that closes the first hour of NXT UK. Jordan Devlin is another top-class heel that has been nothing less than impressive since the inception of NXT UK and continues his undefeated streak as he gets one step closer to a UK Championship match with Pete Dunne. This was an excellent first hour of NXT UK with a red-hot crowd and three very good matches and another squash from Eddie Dennis who continues to look strong. However, when will we see Dennis... Um, in the ring with someone uh, a little tougher, some tougher competition for Eddie Dennis. Uh, Ashton Smith, maybe. We will have to wait and see. Our two starts with the same red-hot fans we've had for the last two weeks filmed in Birmingham. Uh, we take a look at the brackets for the NXT UK Women's Title Tournament, where Dakota Kai will be up against Rhea Ripley, with Tony Storm versus Ginny in the second of the two semi-finals, both matches taking place this evening. Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley in the first semi-final match for the NXT UK Women's Title. Uh, Dakota enters the ring first, and as you may, may remember, she, along with Io Shirai, came to the aid of Kyrie Sane at last Saturday's NXT Takeover War Games match versus Shayna Baszler. Here she goes up against one of the most improved wrestlers in the last 12 months, Rhea Ripley. Ripley was, of course, a semi-finalist in this year's Mae Young Classic, where <coughs> she eventually went out to Io Shirai. Uh, the commentary team mentions that Dakota beat Ripley in the first ever Mae Young Classic last year, not this year. Um, however, this match should be a lot more competitive. Uh, both wrestlers start the match with a test of strength with Ripley, which Ripley wins with ease, as you would imagine. Some good back and forth action with Ripley getting a little frustrated as Kai uses her pace and kicks to her advantage. A double stomp from Kai to get a two count. Uh, Kai hits uh, two sweet kicks to the chest of Ripley, like soccer style kicks, uh, which also leads to a two count. Ripley tosses Dakota high into the air with a huge military press slash throw type move. Uh, Ripley is vicious as she pummels Kai to the canvas with shoulder barges into the corner. <coughs> Ripley hits an impressive drop kick, followed by her ever impressive Texas Cloverleaf type manoeuvre, which she uses with her arms instead of her legs, as I mentioned earlier, uh, leaving her victim dangling in midair, allowing Ripley uh, 
to have greater leverage over her opponent. Kai manages to reach the bottom rope to escape. Uh, Kai makes a comeback with a series of punches and kicks, including um, her face wash big boot into the corner, but only getting a two count. Lots of really good action here. But Rhea Ripley hits Kai with a face-first slam on the ring apron on the outside. And after a brief comeback from Dakota, the more powerful Rhea Ripley is able to hit her riptide pump handle finisher to finish off Dakota Kai. Um, advancing to the finals of the tournament where she will face either Jenny or Tony Storm. We will see that match later on tonight. Then we get to see Sid Scala. Backstage talking to NXT UK General Manager Johnny Saint, where it's revealed that Scala has been given an opportunity from the GM to go up against Joe Coffey in next week's episode of NXT UK. I hope he doesn't live to regret that uh, decision. Next, we see a backstage interview with Jordan Devlin. Devlin said that last time we saw him, he didn't just beat Liguero, he brutalised Liguero, and he managed to cement his place as the number one contender for Pete Dunne's UK title. Pete Dunne has defended his title for over 450 days and when he wins, meaning when Jordan Devlin wins the UK Championship, um, there's going to be some changes around here and the first thing he is going to do when he is the champion is to get the brand renamed to NXT Ireland, featuring the UK. Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews goes up against Joseph Connors and Saxton Huxley in the next, next match with... Uh, th this match was okay and lasted for just less than 10 minutes. The best sequence of the match was when Flash Morgan Webster got tagged in, hitting a stunning high knee to Connors, then a wicked rude boy block on Huxley before drilling Connors with a charging senton off the ring apron onto Connors on the outside. Webster attempted a flying crossbody only to be caught by Huxley in the middle of the ring before dumping Webster to the canvas. The end came when Saxton Huxley uh, chose not to tag in his tag team partner, giving Webster enough time to tag in Andrews. Webster dumped Saxton to the floor with his Eton rifle, allowing Andrews to hit his shooting star press for the win. After the match, Connors re-enters the ring to lay in a vicious attack on his tag team partner, Saxon Huxley. The crowd chants, you're a thinner, and a Judas to Connors as he hits his finisher on Huxley before exiting the ring. Connors has stepped up his heel game here um, after turning his back on his tag team partner for not tagging him in uh, when their team were in control of the match. Uh, look out for a match between Saxton Huxley and Joseph Connors in a future episode, I'm sure. The Bomber Dave Mastiff versus Tyson T-Bone. This has been built up over the last couple of episodes of NXT UK. Uh, this should be a huge hoss fight between two, uh, two big men. Mastiff enters first to a good ovation from the fans, all 322 pounds of, of him. Uh, and Mastiff has not lost a match so far in NXT UK. T-Bone gets the early advantage in the match with several stiff strikes, getting the bigger Mastiff down to the mat. Mastiff takes control by landing a sit-down splash on T-Bone, followed by a huge high cross body. Demonstrated Mastiff's uh, not only strength and power, but his agility as well as a very big guy. Mastiff hits a headbutt, elbow strikes, and a huge release German suplex, and a running cannibal sent on in the corner before covering T-Bone for the 1-2-3 and the win. 
I was expecting this match to go much longer. Uh, the match only lasted for about five minutes, um, but it was the right result having Mastiff go over with a dominant win to end this match. Then we see a tweet on screen from NXT UK General Manager Johnny Saint saying how Jordan will be getting his wish with an NXT UK championship match between himself and the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne on next week's episode of NXT UK. Now the final match of our uh, two-hour stint here and the main event of this particular hour, Tony Storm versus Ginny in the second semi-final of the NXT UK Women's Championship title tournament. That's a bit of a mouthful um, where the winner will go up against Rhea Ripley. Uh, the current progress women's champion Ginny enters first to a chorus of boos. The commentary team mentions how Ginny beat Tony Storm to become the progress women's champion when Storm held the title for one day shy of a whole year as champion. There's a slow build to the match with headlocks from Storm controlling the place of the match um, in the first two minutes. Storm strikes with an impressive running boot for the close near fall. Storm positions Ginny in an STF uh, with full force. And as I mentioned, um, the STFs that we've seen on NXT UK will put Johnny, uh, Johnny, John Cena's STFs to shame. As some of you may already be aware, Tony Storm has just become the WXW Women's Champion in Germany earlier on this week. On top of winning the May Young Classic at Evolution in October, this has been a couple of very successful months for Storm. But Ginny is not letting any of this affect her concentration as she starts to dominate Storm with some strikes um, and an armbar. After an exchange of blows from both women, Storm hits a headbutt uh, that floors them both to the canvas. Storm hits a massive release German suplex into the corner, followed by a hip attack and a fisherman suplex for the two counts. Storm gets caught on the top rope with a kick from Ginny, allowing Ginny to hit an impressive face buster while Storm was sitting on the top turnbuckle. And that move looked like it hurt. <coughs> it also gained a very near fall as well. Ginny hit Storm with an axe kick, but Storm managed to break the count by hooking the bottom rope. Storm gets a second wind to hit an impressive snap German suplex followed by her Storm Zero Tiger Driver for the win. That was a very enjoyable match going uh, 10 minutes uh, and non-stop action throughout between these two very, very good female wrestlers that know each other very well and gave everything in that match. If I were to rate this match, I'd give it a solid three three and a quarter stars out of five had it gone a bit longer it could have got uh, four um, or maybe a little bit more but a very very good match thoroughly enjoyed it the pace of the match was good um, started off slow ended uh, with with a lot of pace and um, yeah, some really good moves between these two wrestlers Johnny Saint congratulated Tony Storm at the top of the rank before uh, being confronted by Rhea Ripley ahead of their tournament final match in two weeks time this was the end uh, of the second hour of this week's NXT UK and overall was a very good two hour show. This main event between Ginny and Tony Storm was a great match and could have gone longer in my opinion. I also enjoyed Jordan Devlin versus Liguero from hour one and the battle of the big men between Dave Mastiff and Tyson T-Bone. Definitely a good couple of hours of wrestling action again from this brand. If I was to be a little bit critical of the matches on NXT UK, uh, I would say that many of them are a little too short. And if they were given a little more time, then I believe that it would allow for more storytelling to be told in the ring. A common criticism of mine from WWE product as a whole at the moment 
and uh, this was evident at NXT TakeOver this past Saturday with many of the matches showing uh, big spots after big spots and no real selling between the big moves. That's my opinion. Uh, many of these matches uh, in this NXT brand start off slow with a test of strength or a couple of headlocks before pace picks up. However, with a couple of minutes, um, within a couple of minutes, all these matches get to breakneck speed before you know it. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love this show, NXT UK. But they can remove one or two of the spots and add some more psychology to bring in a bit more storytelling into these matches. Also, many of the backstage segments are very short, with many uh, of them following a very similar format, uh, with the good guy being interviewed before the bad guy comes in to interrupt, uh, before challenging said good guy uh, to a match. All of the in-ring promos and challenges have been very good so far from the talent in NXT UK. Um, however, there are still some room for improvement with the backstage stuff, in my opinion. Uh, I do also like what they're doing uh, by building many of the characters with the video packages that they've shown, uh, such as the videos they did to help introduce Ginny or Eddie Dennis before they made their debuts. It helps to make them feel special before they're introduced in person, especially to an audience who might not be familiar with many of these wrestlers from the Indies. I also love the squash matches that they're doing on NXT UK. As mentioned before, this was also always something that I was fond of from the early 90s um, when they would introduce incoming talent. Uh, I have fond memories of video packages with Razor Ramon, Crush, Ted DiBiase, etc. So this is a big positive in my books. Uh, no review of this week's NXT from Full Sail. It was mostly a, a rundown of what happened at TakeOver War Games on Saturday. Um, and you can listen to a full review of my uh, of NXT TakeOver War Games uh, recorded last week. So catch that in the archives. So that's all from this week's episode of Wrestling with Jonas. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, later this week, I'll be doing a full rundown of Progress Wrestling's latest chapter, Chapter 78, um, entitled 24-Hour Progress People, including a Progress World Championship match between Walter, the champion, versus challenger Mark Haskins, which should be another hard-hitting stiff match. You can listen to all uh, previous episodes of Wrestling with Jonas on all major podcast platforms, including uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, you can check out my review of Progress Wrestling's Chapter 77 and my review for NXT TakeOver War Games in the archives, uh, as I've just mentioned. So I hope that you enjoyed this uh, episode of Wrestling with Jonas. And if you have any questions about the show or have anything for our mailbag, uh, simply email wrestlingwithjonas at gmail.com. Uh, you can give us your feedback about the show. Just simply get in touch. It'd be great to hear from some of the listeners. Um, you can also get in touch via our Twitter page at withjohners underscore WWJ. Or as I mentioned, we do have a YouTube page. Uh, just simply search Jonas Wrestling. I'll be back next week for another episode of Wrestling with Jonas, uh, Talking everything um, good about NXT UK, NXT and everything else in between. So that's all. Take care and see you all soon.